Scandalous. All right. But hi, Craig. Hi, Craig. <laughs> hi, Craig. <laughs> hi, Craig. <laughs> Who's not here? I'm so sad. <laughs> this is a sad day. We're lying. <laughs> we no, he'll imposters. listen to it later. That's why we're saying hi. Oh, okay. okay. Solid. Yes. <laughs> but the reason we don't have Craig here is actually we have a special guest today, guys, Woo! on the Silver Hour Film Club. But let's introduce Yay. everyone else first. Um, someone um, else go first. Hi, I'm Emma. Hi, I'm Parvati. Hello, Emma. Hi, I'm JJ. And our special guest today is... Hi! <laughs> One more time. <laughs> I'm Hi, Shruti. Shruti. Hi. Welcome to the show. Um, we're very excited to have you on. You're our second guest. And I need to ask you this question that I ask all our one guests so far. Oh, no. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Instead of telling us like a favorite movie of yours, tell us what movie gives off like your energy or your kind of vibe. Oh man, it's a good yeah, it's, question. It's a tough. But it's hard. Is, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll probably just go with an easy the answer that came to my mind first, just because I like this movie, and I will fight anyone who says that they don't like this movie. Um. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Best choice. Yes. Excellent. Yes, oh, yes absolutely. Lupin is my favorite character. I love him. Great choice. Good, yeah, I, good decision. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get flamed by everyone here. Is that, the, is, that the third, is that the third one? Yes. yes. Okay. Why? Got it. <laughs> Boom. No, because I hear that's the best one. It is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. Everyone can fight. Like, I yeah. agree with mm -hmm. you, Shufi. It is the best one, and anyone can fight me on that. I will. Ooh. Is that the Alfonso Cuaron one? Yes, yeah. it is. Okay, yeah, so that's probably so good. Well. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw a review. It was like, imagine if you made all the movies. I know. I saw that, too, and I was like, oh. That would be great. That would be so great. Wait, oh, what's your guys's like least favorite movie in the series? Um, the ones the I haven't one. seen. <laughs> you haven't seen some of them? Yeah. No, I've I've only seen I think. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Four of them. I saw oh the last two, god. so I know how it ends. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, well, like these two haven't seen all of whatever i don't know yeah I know. star wars i guess <laughs> I, uh, I, guess. I just like haven't seen the newest wars. one eh, you don't need to watch the new ones no yeah please not, don't watch them i'm ones. not gonna watch them. <laughs> ronan the sent me a screenshot of emma's like rating on one of the recent like star wars movies that you watched or something <laughs> oh, he was like i see you she does not prove <laughs> <laughs> i rated star wars the first the first ever a new Hope, that, that one right that's the first one. Oh no <laughs> rated it two stars <laughs> i don't like star wars i'm sorry i can give you an extensive like reason why but that yeah well that's a different episode that's a different we episode. gotta dive into that i think we all i all everyone here has opinions that i don't agree with that i will, will fight all of you that's but fun. speaking of fights today is gonna be a fighting day apparently oh. i'm i'm ready <laughs> Shruti, do you want to tell us what two movies you recommended for the podcast this week? I picked Uncut Gems and Good Times. By Yay. You having a good time? Yes. This is me. This is how I win. 
Okay, the two Safdie brother films. Um, I know we have mixed responses here. <laughs> I guess we could, we could start we could start with Shruti before we like dive That's into like good. any kind of debate. Yeah. But Shruti, why did you want to talk about these movies? Or like just a general overview about why you wanted to bring well, them up or what you wanted to talk about. I personally think Uncut Gems was the best film of 2019, but I know it's like really controversial. I tell people like, oh, go watch it. You're either going to hate it or you're going to really like it. And I know some people in this, in this call right now might hate it, but you know, that's fine. That's what movies are for. But I really liked it. It, it made me feel really stressful and anxious the whole time, but I couldn't stop watching. And then I chose Good Time because after I saw Uncut Gems, JJ was like, you have to watch Good Time. Like, you just have to. <laughs> so then I had really high expectations when I saw that film. And I mean, I liked it. I liked Uncut Gems a lot better, but it was still good. And Robert oh, Pattinson. Okay. I was scared you were about to say you didn't like Good Time. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, so am I going to be on an island for that one? <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, but saying Uncut Gems is your favorite of 2019, that's a big statement considering how many great films came out yeah. last year. Yeah. I didn't realize how much of a mixed response Uncut Gems would have. Like, when it yeah. first came out, it seemed like everyone loved it. And then I also loved mm -hmm. it, so I'm like, oh, this is, must be a universal thing. But as mm -hmm. more people have watched it, especially with it being on Netflix now, I've seen more of a split response, which is very mm -hmm. interesting to me. But we could go, like, Parvati or Emma could start <laughs> on this mixed response. You know, maybe I'll go because I think yeah. my response is not as strong as Emma's. So I think I'll, like, <laughs> I'll, like okay. ease into it. Actually, let's, yeah, let's start with Uncut Gems. And then we can do Good Time as, like, the second movie. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Choice. Okay. So when, oh, wait, we're starting with Good Time, huh? No, I just said no, starting with Uncut Gems. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know why it switched my head. Okay, okay. Good job, guys. So... <laughs> So I saw Uncut Gems in theaters around the time that it came out and I was like I went into it really not knowing what to expect because the trailer kind of doesn't say a lot about what the movie is. Yeah, the trailer's about. not that good. Yeah. Pretty lackluster so, trailer from A24 in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I like had no idea what I was gonna like see going into it and also I haven't seen a lot of stuff that Adam Sandler has done too so I was just like overall had no idea what I was getting into and when I watched it at first, like, I left the theater, like, I'm gonna be honest, I left the theater being, like, really disappointed, because I was, like, I really spent money, like, to watch this movie, just because I, I felt stressed, like, I had the same feeling of, like, stress and things, but at the same time, I didn't feel like I actually enjoyed, like, being, like, watching the whole thing go down, and it just felt like, um, like, you know how films make, can make you, like, uncomfortable, but they make you feel uncomfortable in a good way, so you, like, actually want to know what happens next, um, like, I think it was, uh, we were, like, barely halfway through the film, and at that, by that time, I was, like, why am I still here? Because I just didn't want to be watching it anymore, because I felt very, like, yes, it's stressing me out, but I don't feel like I care about any of the characters, and I don't feel like I really want anything to happen. Like, I don't really understand a lot of it, and so when I left, I felt very, like, oh, I don't, I didn't really like it, so I wasn't planning on watching it again, but I'm glad that I watched it again a second time, because the second time around, I did see a lot of, like, things that I didn't notice the first time, like, um, a lot of it, a lot more of it worked for me than it did before, which I'm glad to say, because it feels like maybe just the first experience, I didn't like it that much, and this time around, I was able to, like, see more critically into it, I think, so there's a lot more that I did like about it, but again, I don't think it's one of those movies that I would really, like, watch again, just because it still gives me that weird feeling of, like, I don't care as much about the characters as I want to, and I still feel like this uncomfortable feeling that doesn't make me want to rewatch it again. 
but it was a better response than I thought I would have again. So <laughs> I don't hate it. I just dislike it less now. <laughs> okay. Yes. I mean, um, before Emma goes, can I just say like you watching it Uncut Gems, which is like around Christmas time, was not the worst movie you could have watched in theaters because Cats came out at the exact same time. <laughs> oh, I'm so. sorry. Yeah. This is fantastic. No, just kidding. Oh my gosh. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I just feel like I want to defend it. <laughs> I just feel like it, I want to, even though I hate Cats. Oh. One of my that. friends really <laughs> wanted to watch Uncut Gems on Christmas, so we went to theaters, but it was sold out. So I convinced him to get us Cats tickets. Oh, oh that's how you found And he was so mad at the end of Cats. He was like, I could have watched Uncut Gems. And he finally just watched Uncut Gems like two weeks ago oh, on wow. Netflix. And he loves yeah. it. Oh, okay. A, uh, he's always going like, AKG. And then like, what? I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> but yeah, Emma, go ahead. This, I, um. I guess... Yeah. yeah, so obviously I don't like Uncut Gems, okay. but I will say I've thought about it a lot about why I don't like it, and I completely think it's only personal preference. There's nothing to do with the movie itself, so like I don't really have a lot to attack the movie for, because <laughs> it's fine, Like, but it's just not my type of movie. I, I didn't have any expectations really going into it. Kind of just was like, oh, I saw Netflix. Cool. And I watched it and I was like, oh. And like halfway through, <laughs> I was like, God, I'm so bored right now. I really want to turn it off. And I had to pause it and go do something and then come back to it because I just was not in it. Literally, it didn't. I was expecting myself to get thrown into it eventually, but it just never happened. And I just didn't care about the plot or the characters or literally anything. I was just like, God, I, I want this to be over. <laughs> and like none of it worked, like none of the like stressful situations made me feel stressed. So I just, and okay, I will say I do have a personal bias. I don't like Adam Sandler. Oh, like, I, I knew hate, you were going to say that. <laughs> I hate Adam Sandler, like with a burning passion. Wow, you've never so, explained why you don't like Adam Sandler. I just do you not like him. his movies or it's just like. I don't like his movies. I don't like him. I don't like his attitude. I just don't like him. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, I feel like he knows he's in bad movies all the time. Like, I think he's so self-aware about that. Yeah. And, like, I but, thought he brought, like, a real, like, I don't know, the love, maybe? <laughs> Is that the word to uncut gems? That he usually doesn't other movies. Like, he actually had a passion for this project. And, like... That's why I don't understand what the, where the Adam Sandler. I just don't. It's a there's, I there's a lot of like you know actors that you just see and you're just like oh no. Like me with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't exactly, I don't think, I don't get that. That's exactly what it is though, JJ. That's what I mean. It's kind of just like this built-in hatred for this. <laughs> I, it started because I hated the movies that he was in, and then mm, I just okay. deeply associate him with that and I just am like that makes sense it, that was the kind of explanation I was looking for because it seemed exactly. like the hate was just independent of anything <laughs> I, I just hate really... so that's another but I did put that aside while watching the movie I will say I did a good job of like pushing away my hatred <laughs> okay but you know but it's not because of anything that the movie could have done that would have made me like it more like it's hard to explain but I know that it, other people totally would watch it and enjoy it. And I understand that. And I can see why, but I just don't. <laughs> if Jonah Hill was the lead, 
which was like a like originally the plan because they couldn't get Adam Sandler. Would you have liked the movie more if Adam Probably Sandler? Probably not. That would not fit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like Jonah Hill could have fit. I can't see him in that role. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, either. I can't it seems either. like an Adam Sandler. Yeah, role. Jonah. I don't know. Adam Sandler was perfect for the role, but I could see Jonah Hill in it. it the only problem with Jonah Hill for me is he seems kind of young, but he mm. is like Jewish. I think. <laughs> I mean Feldstein, <laughs> right? That's his. Yeah. Beanie Feldstein's his sister. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like he can pull off like that type of role especially since he's worked with like Scorsese before mm-hmm. but Truthy do you want to talk about Adam Sandler's performance just so <laughs> if he's listening sorry Adam I, I, I don't feel bad at all <laughs> ignore, ignore I don't Emma, like Adam. you <laughs> I love you Adam hello my name is Truthy <laughs> um I thought his performance was great like I was really excited like I didn't watch the trailer before watching the film I just went in to go watch it because he was in it and it wasn't like a stupid comedy, even though I love his stupid comedies, Emma. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> Emma shook her head no, by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah, just... I know. I... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I was really excited to see because I looked into it and they were trying to get him for 10 years and he kept saying no or wouldn't read the script until he they like made good time and that's when mm-hmm. they... That's when he was like, oh, these guys, they seem cool. And his performance, it, it, like, it changed my whole perception of him. Like, I looked at him completely differently. He, he, was, he did this film to show everybody, like, oh, yeah, I, I make these shitty comedies, but I can make movies like this, too. And they really wanted him for this role because they wanted a character that you kind of hate and despise because they're a terrible person, but you also kind of love and you hope the best for i mean i don't know if emma i don't know if you can't really <laughs> emma wanted him to fail oh wait so emma wait emma how, come on so you had to like at least the end of the movie then right <laughs> oh yeah that was fantastic actually what was funny was i looked away from my screen because i was responding oh. to a text oh my, oh my god goodness. and then i just like looked back up and he's on the ground and i was like <laughs> and i had to like lean in and i was like oh he's dead and then i rewinded it i rewinded it and watched it over i'm sorry you <laughs> literally missed the so one fast. second it happens i love that i love it happens really fast exactly so i didn't see it like in that one month. but then i rewatch it don't worry <laughs> we're all good but <laughs> and then yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I like what truthy said though about adam sandler being someone you like just hate <laughs> though because like the character himself is very despicable but you do like well i ended up rooting for him i can't say I we not. now yeah. <laughs> because you guys are <laughs> i did not oh my god he was such a <laughs> it's like yeah he was a bad he was an anti-hero i wouldn't say like a like a bad guy he's an anti-hero because of the way he treats his family and yeah like he drags them into all of his troubles and he ends up cutting everyone wants to cut ties with him by the end of the film. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of alone when he's on that floor, mm-hmm. just bleeding. But I don't know. I like wa- hoped for the best for him. I really hated him at the beginning because he seemed like this cocky asshole who was just like, who wanted to sell trash to all these people. But then I don't know. I love him. So that's my bias. <laughs> I feel yeah, like that's think- part of the, Oh, go ahead. No, I, I just, a lot. the second time around, I definitely did have more empathy for him, I think. So I, I was glad that I did, though, too, because I was like, I feel like 
the only reason why I don't like this, one of the main reasons why I don't like this movie too, like the second time around too, was like, it's a good, like, I like how it's structured and stuff. It's just that I don't like the characters. But I was glad to see that the second time around, I could have some kind of attachment to him. I was like, okay, I, I kind of see it. And maybe it was because I watched it right after I watched Good Time also. <laughs> um, and I thought the same thing was going to happen with Good Time, but then it was different this, t- like, when I watched Good Time versus like when I watched Uncut Gems for the first time for some reason like I was able to better like empathize with the main characters for some reason even though both of them kind of have like the anti-hero kind of yeah I agree with that though Good Time I think has a bit more heart in it like in terms of like the characters but I think what makes Howie so watchable is like you still understand his motivations like he just really wants money he wants to win big he wants to get that last bet and he still has like love for his family like, it's not like he completely, like, throws them aside. It's like, he ch- you can see him try to, like, mend relationships, but you can tell they're <laughs> already so slashed. Like, with his daughter, when she just walks, he's like, oh, who are you talking with? And she's just like, my friend or whatever. Yeah. And he's just, it's like, he, there's no connection there. And it's it's sad to see that. And it, you can tell, like, maybe, like, once he gets it big, maybe he'll make up with his family. But, you know, yeah, that never happened. You yeah. know the part when um, Idina Menzel, she's like in yes. her in her bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah, mitzvah dress or bar mitzvah bar dress. Yeah, when she's in it, yeah. and he's like, "Give me another chance." Actually, she's like, "Really?" <laughs> no, like she Whoa. just like laughs. She just laughs for like five minutes, and it's like yeah. such a painful laugh. But I couldn't. I I started laughing too. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. You didn't like Idina Menzel, Parthi? No, I did. I did. I was saying I like that part. Yeah, okay. yeah she's yeah. fun. She was great. She's I great. I liked her a lot. Yeah, she's so good at acting. I'm so impressed. I'm <laughs> happy like, that Fro- I haven't really seen her in any. Like, yeah. Frozen. Frozen. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I'm happy that Frozen Two that's came out the same year. So it's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she. Those were her two movies for 2019. Frozen that's Two. Great. Yeah, she's also in Rent, which is a good mm, yeah. musical. The and movies, Wicked. whatever. But oh really? On okay. Broadway, yeah. What you don't know? Oh, wow, that's literally what she's most famous up. for. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I'm not as big as a musical person okay. as I should be. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big Wicked fan, but she's really good. So obviously, like, like she, her voice is incredible. But that's and I haven't seen it like with her performing, so I don't know about her acting in musicals. But in this, she was great. <laughs> yeah, every scene in this film she had with Adam, like it just built on the whole family drama because there's like there's so much tension there and it's like you can tell it's from just built up years and years and like he you shouldn't the movie shows him with um julia's character first so it's like you can tell he's already having like another affair with someone else Mm -hmm. and she probably and she knows about it too but they confirm that later so you can just tell that broken family relationship and i think that's a big part of the like emotional core of the film I think I, I laugh every time she's like, come here and cuddle with me, Howie. I'm like, does she really talk like that? And then I watched an interview with her and that's literally how she talks. That's literally how she talks, yeah. I love her. I thought her, char- <laughs> I thought her character was so annoying at the beginning, but then yeah. I started to love her and I just couldn't stop watching her. And then was this like her major, her like first major? Her first, yeah. So, um, yeah. The Safdie brothers really just love getting like random people off the street to add, to like add, to authenticity i think we talked about that with the last black man in san francisco Mm -hmm. um, like last week so i think this is another movie that really understands like the location of where it takes place and like the environments 
Like one of my favorites is the guy Adam Sandler always just tells to like get away from him. The guy he gives the fake Rolexes to like, oh, not this guy. That's like a random guy they actually got off the street, which is really funny to me. That's cool. That's, I didn't know that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, the movie actually is really comedic at points. Like it has this dark humor to it. And I think that's yeah. one a thing Adam Sandler helps bring is a sense of comedy to this like really dark situation. And the whole irony of it all with like the main guy being like part of his family, which is such an interesting reveal. That's like, mm -hmm. it's, it just adds so much to the conflict and how much his family really is against him because the antagonist is literally actually part of his family. <laughs> but yeah, um, does anyone have any more thoughts? Or we could just get into segments right away, which I don't know how we would do <laughs> with like these split reactions. Well, I guess we could talk about, um, yeah, Julia, Julia Fox. Um, I get what Shruti said about her being kind of annoying at the beginning, but I think her loyalty over time is what sold me on like liking her as a character. Because at first it's like, yeah, she's like all up in Howie's business <laughs> and whatnot. But you can tell like there's actually love there at the end. And I, I really like that relationship. Yeah, like when he gets beat up by Arno and the guys and he's like crying in his office and he has like the tissues stuffed up his nose it's just like I was so sad like when I was watching that scene because he seemed so I you don't have to shake your head at all it was it was just really sad he was like breaking down I was like oh my god like maybe maybe he's gonna turn around like maybe this was the last straw and then Julia comes in and she's like oh Howie oh Howie and then she starts hugging him she's like oh how I don't remember what she says but it had nothing to do with how he was feeling like she she's in her <laughs> she own was world like, i'm really sad too yeah, that's what she said i'm like julia now is not your time but that's when i liked her i was like <laughs> she i like how she shows him like her tattoo and then he's like we can't even be buried together anymore <laughs> <laughs> and it's so that scene is great because he has he's like balancing like three phone calls at the same time right mm -hmm. or is that a different scene i'm thinking of in his office i don't know i is remember an earlier scene I'm not there's sure. just so many scenes where like multiple things are happening at once yeah which i think is one of the unique parts i find about this movie is just the way it just like hits you with different problems mm -hmm. every second you know i think i think that might have been one of the reasons why i didn't like it the first time i was watching it though and maybe i think that's just like one of the things that contributes to me just not liking it in general is like I I do enjoy that they juggle that like they juggle like so many things happening at once but I think I like it when they use it in moderation and it's not like happening like for every second of the movie because I feel like I'm so overwhelmed by so much of it all the time that I get really exhausted watching it and that's like one of the reasons why I don't like it but I would have liked it if they like had cut back on it just a little bit I do I will acknowledge that it is like part of his world and like that's just like the chaos of his world too but I think just for me to be able to like breathe in his world for a second would have been nice but I do understand that that's like kind of the point that of what they're trying to make you feel but yeah, yeah. like it's probably just like a personal choice too but it just feels like a lot at, at the same time which is why it starts to get numbed out in my head and it starts to like get a little bit boring for me but, yeah, yeah I get that it was like when I saw it in theaters I was really bored at the beginning and I was honestly considering just leaving oh wow I, I was like I don't know what's happening I should just forget that I came here but then I don't know how or when but at some point I just got sucked into the film and like all the overlapping I liked how the dialogue was overlapping like crazy and you couldn't really understand what one person was talking about or doing and 
yeah, it's kind of like because of it's it's about his world and how it's just full of chaos and he can't focus on one thing ever. He never really does get one thing completed. So then, I don't know, at the end, I kind of liked that and everything slowed down at the end, like once he won, that's when like the music started to fade out and it seemed like, oh, maybe we'll be able to breathe and then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Literally does no longer breathe at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> that's very interesting that it was yeah it took me a while to get on board with it too i guess it's because there really is no like main plot thread other than like the opal i think but then eventually they all start to interweave pretty well and that just like ramps up the tension for me i think because like then all his problems seem to be stacking on top of each other yeah but um i guess we could move into segments now um Shruti, we do this thing where we talk about our favorite parts and whatnot, but <laughs> since half this <laughs> podcast doesn't have I just, like, panicked okay, because I... I was like, wait, I have to pick a favorite <laughs> Surely you must have a favorite. Let's start with Emma. Come on, one part. You have to name one That's part of the That's so hard because I didn't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so when uh, you say you don't like the movie, you literally mean you, like, don't like any part of the movie. Not, no. Mm. It's a very muted experience for me. <laughs> but like what I'm saying, it just it all it's all me. It's all me. Like the movie's great for most people. I just feel like the reason why I don't like it is just my like you know when there's a movie and you just watch it and you're like, yeah, I don't get it. I just don't no, it's not my type of movie. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> But I feel like there's still parts to appreciate. Just like the Safety Brothers style, I think. Just the way they light scenes. Oh, I was going to say, I don't really like the Safety Brothers style <laughs> of directing. So I think that's another thing. Because Good Time is... Truthy face palmed. I know. <laughs> I know. I just don't. It's, you know, there's sometimes there's a director where you don't really like their style. And that's how I feel about them. Because Good Time's fine. Good Time's better, in my opinion. But... Uh, I still don't really like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dom, who's a friend of all of us, <laughs> he talked about how, like, the Safdie brothers seem to write for lighting, and that's just, like, that <laughs> statement just sticks in my head whenever I watch their movies now, because they always find ways to do, like, a clever lighting setup. And the black light so stuff. The black light stuff. Yeah, that's, like, the most obvious, like, yeah. example. It's like, I won't sing unless the black light's on. <laughs> But yeah, just like even the way they frame their characters in such a claustrophobic space is like the not being able to breathe is such a big part, it seems, because even the camera doesn't seem to be able to breathe. And I just love that part of their style. It just seems so gritty and so like realistic, but like because you're like all up in their face, you know, it's like you're there, really there with them. And that's what I really appreciated about their style, even though Emma doesn't. <laughs> Parvati, do you have a part you just want to shout out? If not, um... it's fine. No, I think, I think just the part that I brought up earlier with Adina Menzel, I just thought that part was so, like, it just felt so, for me, at least, like, the first time that I watched it, it felt so, like, out of character for him, because I was, like, really, you're gonna go through with all of this, and only now you're gonna be, like, saying that there's other ways you can fix this, and, like, you think that saying sorry is gonna fix her, too, because, like, you can just see the amount of, like, turmoil she's gone through with their relationship, too, and then, like, just her response, it wasn't even, like, like, it doesn't give you the satisfaction of her, like, blowing up on him. It just gives you, like, this such a, like, purely sarcastic, like, just out of 
sheer like hysteria that's what her like reaction was and I just thought that was so perfect and like that was like the best part of her acting part and just probably the whole movie for me I guess because it was like the one part that I was like yeah girl tell them no (laughs) yeah I think that yeah that was probably just my favorite part because it was just like enjoyable to watch yeah I like the the scene when he tries to tell them to leave the house because he's afraid they're going to be in trouble. She was, like, so done with him already at that part. She was like, what are you talking about? There's no, like, gas leak or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, Shruti, do you have a favorite scene you want to pick out? I mean, it was, it's hard. I didn't have, an like, an idea for which part was my favorite scene before coming here. Because, I don't know, I see the movie as, like, one whole story it's just like this movie specifically is really hard for me to break down into pieces but I I like the part when Howie goes into the club and he sees Julia and the weekend who I love that's in this movie <laughs> like I was like what and they're doing coke in the bathroom and he gets super jealous and then Julia starts chasing after him like begging him to stay but also like saying like fuck you I never liked you but I love you no Howie, I'm like what's happening <laughs> or when he was trapped in the trunk and he had to call his wife oh, yeah. to come and get him and just watching her like like quickly like run to the car in her heels while her daughter is performing on mm-hmm. stage. She opens and sees that he's like she's like, What the fuck happened? I was like, This is this is great. <laughs> yeah, but, to, I, w- I wanna mention this with part of this point. I feel like the the reason he was like trying to get back at her is because he was already super mad at Julia for the whole weekend scene and that's why he was trying to get back with Adina Menzel's oh, character. That's true. And that's why he was like take me back cuz he was already done with Julia and then she like did something with the apartment. I don't know exactly what she did. She sent him like a text or something. But he was mad at her about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that scene with the trunk. That's so that's just like that was already the end of like a whole sequence at that school, <laughs> which is crazy starting off with him and his family going into a chase scene, getting put in the car. And getting stuffed in the trunk. It's just that whole sequence. The Safdie brothers, I think, they really know how to play scenes out, like in a realistic fashion. And they, it goes on just long enough where it's like, please get us out of this scenario because it's so tense the whole time. And I think Good Time also has a lot of scenes like that. But yeah, um, in terms of favorite scenes for me, any scene with Kevin Garnett was like my favorite. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, like even the auction scene where he says like nothing. <laughs> He's just whispering to his. It's like the back of his head. Like, oh, it's okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, king. <laughs> no, because like you know, when a basketball player wants to do a movie with Adam Sandler, they star in a stupid comedy with Adam Sandler. You know, it's like Shaquille O'Neal is like yeah. a security guard in a parking lot. But Kevin Garnett, he's like, you know what? Let's do this serious role, dude. I'll be like a hyper, like a hyper realistic version of myself. And he did great, I think. Like you, I've seen reviews where they're like, they didn't know he was a real basketball player, which I think is the best compliment he could have gotten for his role. And I think knowing he's Kevin Garnett, I think adds something because it adds like a presence, like this realistic like figure in the film. So when Howie's trying to impress him, it's like, yeah, this is a guy you should really sell, like. That's why I really like the buzzer scene too, where it's broken and he's trying to like hammer out the thing. It's like, dude, hurry up. Cause he's going to be so mad at you. And like, <laughs> I just, I love that scene a lot. And like Keith Steinfeld, I don't know how to say his name very well. He's great in that scene too. He's amazing. And that's when he was like completely done with Howie. He has this look in this scene where he just like, does like a little like head grab face palm. 
it's one of my favorite shots in the film because the camera just moves really quickly Mm. and he's just like so done and it's just really great acting by him but in terms of acting we can just go into favorite performance if you guys want to shout out other performances than Adam Sandler and Kevin Garnett <laughs> or Adina Menzel too. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. We basically mentioned a lot of the characters already. I think we mentioned, yeah. Mostly, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anyone. Wait, what is the name of the actor that plays that that one guy who's like Kevin Garnett's like person? I forgot. Lankeith Steinfeld? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damani in the film. <laughs> Damani, yes. I liked him. Yeah. He was just so angry. Like, I wanted to slap him so many times. I was so mad at him. (laughs) He's such a good actor because he's the the, um, guy who's kidnapped in Get Out, the the Mm -hmm. first guy who's, like, can't give a handshake. Oh, my God. That's him, yeah? Yeah. He's in Sorry to Bother You. Yeah, really good in Sorry to Bother You. Incredible in Sorry to Bother You. And in Knives Out, he's, like, the calm... Police yeah. detective who doesn't do. He's got range. <laughs> he's range. He's great. Damn, good for him. Like he's in Atlanta person. too, but I've never seen Atlanta. But I, oh, I haven't things. seen that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's great. This is one of my favorite roles of his, actually, because he he's mm-hmm. is like such an annoyance to Howie, and it's like, why is he me being straight with him? You know, but you can tell Howie's also not being straight with him. Mm-hmm. So just that conflict there just like allows those two actors to bounce off each other really well. And yeah. the scene where he dumps Gatorade into the fish tank is another great scene. And it, that's and it what he puts in the fish. Yeah, he's gonna kill the fish. He puts Gatorade in it. Yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, our next segment is nitpicks. I guess you guys have a lot. <laughs> if you could boil down like one thing you really don't like about the movie, go ahead. <laughs> if you can't, I have. I can just go too. I feel like okay, because I feel like I have the same argument with like as Emma where, where like a lot of it is not really stuff that the movie could have done a lot of it is just kind of like personal mm-hmm. preference almost like same the main reason why like I feel like I can acknowledge and I can appreciate what they did for the movie that was good for it like just like how I can tell like oh it made me feel stressful like that's what the movie is trying to tell you to be like and it's supposed to make you uncomfortable but it made me uncomfortable in a different way like it's just me as like a personal personally it affected me differently I think but I can acknowledge and understand why it's there so like I don't have a lot of like actual nitpicks of like in this filmmaking method you could have changed it this way (laughs) or whatever um I think the only thing that I could really say that is is like how what I said before where I feel like a lot of the chaos should have uh in my opinion I feel like it could have been cut down just a little bit more so that it goes with a different it goes like at a slower pace so you feel more I feel more stressed out at the specific parts that they do have all of the chaos happening um just because I think the pace for me when it's so much of chaos like all the time I start to get like numbed out to it and I kind of just don't care as much and I just want it to be over already so I think that's one thing and also just like I didn't love the characters or anything the first time around like I had some sort of attachment to them but it was it was like whatever and also I just didn't like the music that much too like it, it was very like annoying to me to hear it like hurt my ears a lot of the time to watch too. What? I don't know the, if that's the part glowy of the music too. synth music was synth. hurt your ears I don't know, it was too much it was like <laughs> it's it, funny it, it I mean honestly I agree with that I didn't I wasn't a fan of the music too much either. I know I'm typically a synth fan I love me some synth like score drive <laughs> some <laughs> drive I didn't really like the synth in this but that's okay 
Uh, yeah, I think I didn't like it the first time I watched it, but the second time, like, I'm like, oh, I recognize these tracks. Like, it's actually, like, it gives me, like, a feeling that I'm watching this specific movie. Like, this feels like Uncut Gems. <laughs> so I, I think I liked it more the second time I watched it. Yeah. I, I don't know why you guys hate the synth, man. Come on. It's kind no, of simplistic. I love synth. I don't it like isn't, it. like, your normal film score, obviously. I has. will say, I don't think I can see this movie without the synth score, though. If that's kind of like what you're saying, it's you hear the music and you're like, oh yeah, well that's uncut, like, yeah. So it fits, yeah. but I just didn't like it. <laughs> like one synth score that I really love is a Stranger Things score because I think it's so like perfect and it's also just so nice to listen to. Like I it love listening pleasant. to it on my free time. Too. I love it. <laughs> and yeah, so I don't know, like this one just hit kind of different, and maybe it's also like to go along with like how the movie is supposed to feel too it kind of like is stressful to listen to or like stressful to watch a little bit i don't i don't know, I know the music it. wasn't stressful to me i think that. oh <laughs> yeah that, that's why i feel like a lot of it is probably just like the way that it affected me personally is probably mm-hmm. just different than most the synth made me feel like i was floating in the air you know <laughs> like i was hovering over synth like i was... usually does that to people mm-hmm. yeah. it's, a, it's a powerful instrument that's why i'm a <laughs> fan of synth <laughs> I mean like the music during like the inside the opal sequence it's like you are going through the universe mm. and when he says they see the whole universe and I'm like yes yeah we saw it it's exactly how yeah. <laughs> and then it, it turns out to be his ass but you know that's fine um Shruti did you have any problems with Uncut Gems? <laughs> I mean I tell people like oh if you're gonna go watch this film, do not watch it with your family because the one scene that I really hate and well, I mean, I could live without it. I wouldn't say, I mean, no, I do hate it. Was when <laughs> Adam Sandler sneaks into Julia's apartment and is yeah. watching her through the closet. That scene made me very uncomfortable. And I, huh. I'm, I like tried to figure out like, okay, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess it shows some a part of their relationship that he can do that and she thinks it's cute. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, what? Scares her. It's a surprise party. party. It's like No, it's scary. not a surprise party. <laughs> but I felt super uncomfortable and I could live without that scene. All right. I watched it with my parents the second time with the knowledge of that scene. And when it came up, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be the most awkward part of this viewing experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But uh yeah, but I was I guess my problem with the movie is like, oh, I guess it's also a strength. Uh, the movie is the most authentic basketball movie I've ever seen in my life. It is like every conversation about basketball is just so natural to me. Like the Jeremy Lin conversation. This is like, I've had these conversations. This is what people actually say and talk about. But I think there is problems with uh, to like too much authenticity. It's like, I know like what happens and whatnot. And one of it is like during the end, it's like there's like this tense moment, like, oh, is he gonna make the free throw? Like, are they gonna win the game? But they're already up like 10. <laughs> like the game, like you could tell if you watch basketball, that game is over. I don't know why they're scared at that point <laughs> on the money. And um, it's like the movie tried to squeeze out like one last moment there, but I didn't feel any tension. That's when like it's like mm-hmm. I know who wins here. And like I already know who won the series too. So it's not like the game had too much pressure for me at that mm-hmm. moment. So I guess that was like one moment where the realism like hurt it. But it was just so refreshing to see like real world basketball in a movie. Because I, I mentioned Drive earlier because of the synth music, but Drive has yeah. one of the most egregious basketball scenes I've ever seen <laughs> the TV. And it's like the most fake basketball game I've ever seen in my life. So it was nice seeing like real footage and like real like actual broadcast. Like that's ESPN and TNT. 
even though Howie mixes it, mixes it up in one scene, which was kind of like a nitpick. Like, why do you say ESPN when it was clearly on TNT? But, you know, <laughs> whatever. I just like the basketball aspect of it. It's, it's, it's just, I can't think of an, like Space Jam isn't realistic. <laughs> White Man Can't Jump is about people at a park and Drive has that horrible basketball footage, even though it has authentic radio calls. So it was nice seeing that in a movie. I just registered what you said about Space Jam and it made me laugh, like really delayed. <laughs> but it's because I wasn't like fully there when you said Space Jam. Because people like, say Space Jam's the greatest basketball movie, right? But obviously that's not a basketball. <laughs> what do you mean? It is the most, no, okay. I, I literally have no idea. <laughs> but it just took me off guard when you said Space Jam. Oh my god, wow. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to say, um, to go off of, like, Shruti's point about, like, you shouldn't watch it with your family. I actually watched this with my sister because she wanted to see it. And, like, she's an up-and-coming film major, so I was like, okay, <laughs> watch this uh, movie with me. Did yeah. she like it? Um, she actually liked it. She was like, I don't know why you were so bored by it. The whole time I felt really, like, excited by it. And I was like, okay. Oh, let's go. Yeah. That's some taste on your sister. That's right my, oh, <laughs> are you saying we're tasteless? <laughs> Dang. Yes. Yeah. She, she liked it, actually. And we also, we skipped the part when he's, like, in her apartment. So I was like, you don't really need to see this. So we just skipped past that. Yeah. Right, I would cool. say my biggest nitpick probably is, and I think like you were explaining it JJ like the structure of it is like a basketball game but for me it felt just really disjointed which I think it's supposed to but to me it just wasn't like I didn't like the way that the story was structured yeah just I don't know but I also agree with Parvati I think most of it is literally personal preference because most of my problems with it don't come from like the actual film like itself in a way i don't yeah, know like the you... filmmaking of it yeah is... no it's not nothing to do with the filmmaking it's not like it's... an adam sandler comedy film <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like that um, okay we can i'm go sorry Shruti, if you like adam sandler comedy films i love them <laughs> i think the first no. grown-ups is watchable no <laughs> it okay, is not, not grown-ups. <laughs> i'd say like 50 first dates i love okay that is not a dumb adam sandler comedy that is a weird combination of his comedic movies and his dramatic movies into one <laughs> experience 50 first dates i like 50 first dates too i just don't, I just don't. Uh. <laughs> have you seen punch drunk love Shruti? i just saw it recently yeah. oh okay did you like it i liked it <laughs> That's also another know. movie with style that is might be off-putting to people. It was it was funny at some points, but I feel like I wasn't really into it until like close to the end. Mm. I can see that. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, before we end on Uncut Gems, I just, about the basketball thing, it's like the movie is structured like a game where it's like unstoppable tension because basketball is just people running back and forth and it doesn't stop until the quarter breaks and halftime. And the movie does have those like f- four breaks with an extended one being the Passover scene. And I just mm-hmm. found that it just gave, it made the movie feel really unique, but also like it's realistic because like life doesn't have structure, not to get all existential on everybody, but <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, these are how the events would just play out. You know, it's not like we would have like a three act structure to our lives <laughs> and our moments, but I just, it just makes it unique to me. But anyone else have anything to say about Uncut Gems before you move on to Good Time? Watch no. the movie. Yes, watch <laughs> it, like it, hate it, 
and choose your side. Hashtag Team Howie or hashtag Team I Hate Sandler. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm hashtag I Hate Sandler. <laughs> I'm the lead member of the, no, the founding member. I'm hashtag I'm hashtag Adina, Team Adina. Oh, yeah, yes. Elsa. I, Hashtag I Elsa. <laughs> Hashtag Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. That's her two movies. All right. Good time. Who wants to start off on that? Because I feel like I ended Uncut Gems, so I shouldn't keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, cousin could start because she she likes the Safdie brothers. Um. Uh, okay. <laughs> So I had really, really high expectations for this film because I put it off for a while and JJ kept talking to me about it. And I kept thinking like, okay, maybe maybe it's really great and I'm missing something, so I'll just check it out. And I also saw the trailer and I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm interested. And then I really just went in because Robert Pattinson and I love him. But it was good. I, I I definitely like Uncut Gems a lot better. I watched it with my family, and they all hated it. They, like, hated it. Once we were done, oh, wow. they are like, why did you put this on? Damn. Oh, wow. <laughs> I want to apologize to your family. <laughs> <laughs> they said the same thing about Drive, too. They hated Drive. Oh, interesting. But also, I didn't like Drive. Anyway, um... I, I mean, <laughs> Emma made a, Emma, Emma kind of shook her head, and Parfi did a pretty dramatic reaction. <laughs> I'm fine with people not liking Drive. <laughs> I'm actually fine with people not liking Drive either. Yeah, I, I understand it. Like I can understand it too. But I like it. I understand. <laughs> okay, continue. But I mean, I guess I liked it mainly for Rob's character. Like he, like I read up on, on his character and like what, why everybody liked him so much. But it was because he was like confident and sexy and like being all like cool when he was in situations that were like, where he didn't need to be. Like, he was in a very desperate situation. He was just, like, talking vulnerable people into doing whatever he wanted without them realizing it. Yeah. But, I like, I felt that sort of personal connection. Like, I really wanted him to get his brother out of there because Benny, Benny Sappy was, was great. Um, I don't know. I feel like I connected more to the character, like, Howie's character in Uncut Gems better. Like, I, I rooted for him more than I did. Uh, Connie, yeah, Connie. Yeah, Connie. Yeah. Emma, do you want to go? Because you had some oh, yeah. reactions to Stranger Faces. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say uh, I like Good Time more because, which for the opposite reason of what you like, Uncut Gems more. I think it's way easier to connect to the characters in Good Time. I like found myself rooting for them or not liking them in certain moments, which was better. And I did not feel that way at all in the slightest with most of the characters in Uncut Gems. So, but, so that's obviously like a main reason why I like Good Time more. But I also think that I don't really, uh, it's not my favorite <laughs> movie. The like tone is kind of weird at times. And I think that was off-putting. And I like the structure of Good Time more than Uncut Gems because it's more of like your typical like three-act structure kind of in a way. Yeah. yeah. It was easier to follow. It is. It's way easier to follow. And it felt like when it felt more enjoyable for me, obviously because I had such a harsh reaction against Uncut Gems. <laughs> so it's not that hard to feel better. 
but yeah and there was moments in it that I actually like really enjoyed and I would watch certain like clips again would I watch the movie again probably not because <laughs> it's not really my type of film I just don't really like suspense like cinema kind of because it doesn't really work on me as well I don't know <laughs> yeah I felt similarly, yeah, I felt similarly where, like, I felt like I could empathize more with the characters, and also just because, like, Connie's character itself, too, like, I feel like the difference between Connie and Howie for me is that Howie didn't have qualities that I I specifically, like, admired or anything, but then Connie was, like, he was so cunning, and, like, he knew how to outsmart people, and he knew how to, like, take advantage of people by using their, like, vulnerabilities and stuff, too, which is a really bad thing, but also at the same time, the way that he was so clever about all of it, and the way that he was able to, like, finesse his way into, like, all of these different situations was just really cool to me, and so that was, like, my main thing for why I like actually wanted to root for him and actually wanted to finish the movie and see what ended up happening. So I think that's why Good Time was a lot easier for me to watch and a lot more enjoyable too. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it still had that feeling of like chaos, like constant chaos where I felt like I still needed like some time to breathe in between. And so that was also another reason why like, I don't think I would rewatch it again, but it was definitely a better experience for me than um, Uncut Gems was, so. Yeah, in terms of the whole, like, Connie and Howie thing that started, I guess, um, it, in terms of, like, character, I think I liked Howie more in terms, like, I would, I, I think I rooted for Howie more than Connie, because I feel like a lot of Connie's sympathies comes from his brother, like, he loves his brother, but in terms of a human being, like, in terms of taking over people's vulnerabilities, it's hard for me to like someone like that, but it's, it is, he is an interesting character to watch because of how, like, smart he is how quick-witted he is and how he can like think of solutions like on the fly even though he doesn't think of like the long-term like implications of things he does he just thinks of like short-term solutions and apparently he keeps stacking those but eventually of course you know it all Mm -hmm. crumbles down on itself but it was so interesting to see him like come up with a solution right on the spot and like trying to solve problems by just talking to people which is really fun. Yeah, like the cover-up after cover-up was really interesting for me to see. Like I, I, that felt more like something I was interested in seeing rather than like the stacked problems that Howie was going through almost. Yeah, just like the quick thinking was really cool to me. Yeah, in terms of like the watchability of the movies we were just talking about, um, I feel like after watching both movies twice, I liked Uncut Gems more initially because of how straightforward it was and like this, this, the way the story just flowed much better. But I think after watching them both, I think Uncut Gems is more rewatchable for me because I think there's a lot more to digest there because I feel like the second time I watched Good Time, I was just like, yeah, I've kind of experienced this already. I know what he does. Mm-hmm. So the roller coaster isn't as thrilling, mm-hmm. but I still think it's a really great movie with a lot of with like Safdie Brothers style, which I actually really like. And the way they just, this movie goes all out with the claustrophobia, I think more than Uncut Gems. Like mm-hmm. there's barely any wides. They give you like one yeah. And then that's it. You're stuck I like that. for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, we could just go straight into segments now. Like a favorite scene you guys liked from Good Time? <laughs> Everyone just had that thinking face. Like, you their- know, I, I have to think. I have to really like. Because <laughs> the, the scenes in this movie, I think, go on for a while. Like he stays at that yeah. house with the girl and her grandma for a long time. And it's just like, ext- yeah. it's like long enough but it's also has so many problems in there. So it's like, oh, we're here for a while, but there's always something like a new problem that comes up. Like he dyes his mm-hmm. hair, 
uh, the girl is like always like in his business and it turns out that's not even his brother which is one of the biggest twists in the whole thing <laughs> i love that moment but uh yeah i think my favorite though would be like the carnival scene when the guy from captain phillips mm -hmm. comes in and poor man that guy goes through it <laughs> i forgot yeah. they poured the sprite the yeah. <laughs> oh. i was like that that's was way too much <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing because of how like dark it was like they really just they did that and I'm like it's kind of smart that they did that but holy crap they that's really so scary though because I'm like did he survive like what <laughs> happened to him because literally two drops would have been enough for him to be like already out mm -hmm. of this world yeah <laughs> like <laughs> who knows how much was in that bottle they just poured it oh yeah my god damn I like wow. how <laughs> the Sprite bottle kind of has the same value as the Opal and Uncut Gems. Like they're, they're both given like this mystical feel to them. It's like these are the, like the holy objects, like the MacGuffins, right, essentially. But they have such like a presence to them. But at the end of the, this movie, it's like thrown to the side of the street. And it's like no one will know what that actually meant to people. Yeah. Which was really interesting. But yeah, do you guys have any other scenes? Or did I mention like some bangers right there? <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I just, I enjoyed the whole segment when they were in the, the carnival place. Like, especially like we were talking about the lighting in um, both of the movies too was really interesting. Yes. And just, I think it added that, I, it was cool because it was kind of like a surreal, spooky feeling because they were inside this kind of horror house area <laughs> too. So I just thought that was like a fun little thing to watch. But yeah, I think just like the aesthetic of that was interesting to watch. Yeah. yeah definitely i um i also like when i can't remember exactly what happens but i like the apartment scene at like kind of near the end oh the, yeah with the yeah, dog yeah i like that scene <laughs> i don't really know <laughs> how to explain, but it's just i feel like that's when it's like peak suspense and like um, i like i liked fun. his one comment earlier where he's like I think I was a dog in a past life. That's why they love me so much. <laughs> and that just came back. I just, this is really great. Robert Pattinson oh, is funny. great. Yeah, no, he's, he's, I think the reason why I like Good Time more is because I find Robert Pattinson's character a little bit more likable. Like, obviously, totally not, um, like, Owl would like him in real life, but in the movie sense, it's it's easier to connect to his character a little bit more. And it obviously is pretty much because of his brother, but I don't know. <laughs> Truthy, do my you have favorite, a... yeah, my favorite scene, I don't know, it was when like he, re like Ray was in the back of the car and he started explaining like how he got there. I was just laughing. Oh, right, yes, I totally forgot. When, <laughs> like just his narration like me mm -hmm. and my mom were, like that was the only time my mom like left or that smiled. was a short film in the middle of the whole movie yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, I, I, I just remember it was so funny yeah that's yeah, so yeah. i don't know the actor's name i should have had some notes up but i did like that part actually a lot that was interesting yeah, that i was is, like you're just telling this guy your whole story okay and, and he's I like it. i don't care yeah, yeah it was like specifically like Pre, like preceded by him saying please shut up let me think and he's like okay i'll let you think but first let me tell you how I got <laughs> <laughs> and oh, like man. he's great that guy was so fun to watch he really mm -hmm. added like an injection of life into that second half of the movie for me definitely <laughs> yeah thank you for bringing that scene up I, yeah I, no that like if we didn't i like, completely I forgot mm -hmm. that scene that's not an insult to the scene i just i don't no, know why. no 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 not at all we were just connie heavily robert panson got us under his spell all right <laughs> <laughs> Truthy, you know these two haven't seen twilight 
Yeah, well, exactly. I, I watched it once, but it was like I was really distracted. Like I was doing other stuff, Same. so I basically You're didn't watch it. Joking? Actually, oh my god, <laughs> have I seen them? I was like, I will not give in to this teenage pressure. I refuse. Cousin. Cousin. <laughs> hey, it's okay. Oh I saw him god. in Harry Potter, so it's fine. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, okay, I don't like him in Harry Potter. I hate I don't like him Cedric Diggory. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> you have to watch Twilight. Yep. I will eventually. I think I'll watch it with some friends because I don't want to watch it alone. Oh. oh. No, I'm just kidding. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pick Twilight for my movie Rex. Wow. Before we go into that, because we're almost at an hour, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, does anyone have anything else to say about Good Time? Does anyone have nitpicks or a performance they want to shout out? We'll just combine those two. One, one scene that I, I think I could have gone without was when um, he, like, oh, it's kind of funny, though, the way it happens, but it's like the him and the girl are watching the TV. And then he like starts kissing her because he's just like, I'm gonna distract her. No, because he, <laughs> like, he shows yeah. up on the TV. Because he shows up on the No, I know that, but I feel like he could have done anything, like something else. I what don't is know. he gonna do? He could have like, like slapped her or like pushed her. I think just the fact that it kept going after that too, like it actually escalated too. I was like, nah, you gotta. Okay, I agree with that up. escalation part. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? She's 15, 16. I know. And you're like, what are you doing? I felt I know. so. Oh, oh my god yeah. and also my my nitpick from before about like the music this the music in this one also hurt for me to hear and i was like okay really i don't remember <laughs> yeah. the music from this one it's also synth also a driving it synth. is yeah. wow i feel bad now <laughs> <laughs> but i i don't know i don't remember it so oh, okay <laughs> i think it does a good job setting the mood but i don't remember a specific track but like when yeah. it comes on i really like it like the opening credits that come in like 15 minutes after the film started. I love yeah. that part. And the title I think I liked that one. The time was really sick. Oh yeah, I liked I liked the title sequence too. I liked the, that one. Specifically I liked that like sequence of the song, but I think for it's mostly when it's like the parts of the the film are like escalating and things too. It just like really hurts for me to hear it and it helps it contributes to the tension of the movie. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like I don't like it. Like I don't like listening to it at all. So yeah. That's my main nitpick, though. Anyone else have anything to plug about Good Time? Mm-hmm. I I could go yeah. like Shruti. Yeah. Wait, which one of the Safety brothers plays? Um, what's yeah, it? I was gonna ask because his performance Benny. is really good. Benny? That's yeah, what he's, I was gonna he's, shout out. he was great. Yeah, he was really really good. That was probably like my favorite performance. I don't know. <laughs> No, he's great, and it's like it's like whenever you watch him, it's like, oh no, please don't. Uh, but you feel so bad for him. It's just, yeah. he's just put in a terrible situation. I know. Uh. <laughs> See, like I definitely felt way more for the characters in this because, like, even thinking back now, I feel so like so many emotions towards it. Their their dynamic reminds me of like George and Lenny from uh, shoot, what's it called? What's that? John Stein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my son. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I that's think what that's. Supposed that's... To be that oh, okay, okay. I didn't that makes think sense. About that. Yeah. No, it because that is almost exactly their characters from. Okay. Yeah. So I assumed. So. I assumed that the story was going to go along those lines or something, just because the dynamic seems so obvious to me. It was very but... different. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> son like, is such like a peaceful novel of a, to a certain extent. And then, like, good time is definitely not that. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought, I thought, um, Benny's character was going to be in it longer, and that, like, a lot more problems were going to be caused mm-hmm. because of him, I thought, mm. but, um. But he's kind he of hospitalized. 
Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't in it as much as I would have liked to see in it, see actually. Because I feel to like direct the movie part. Yeah, of he was also directing. So. <laughs> okay, but so who I was directing when out. he was in front of the camera, huh? His brother. His brother. <laughs> his brother. <laughs> so he brother couldn't take right? over for the rest of it. His brother plays every other character. You just didn't. Oh, realize. oh <laughs> my god! So that's okay. No. <laughs> I understand yeah. now. <laughs> I don't know. I would have liked to see more of him, though, because I feel like if he had contributed more to the story, would have I would have felt even more for the movie, too. Mm. I can see that point. Yeah, I can also see that. I agree. But I, I, I well, it's not a but. It's just, I also, I love the last scene with his character. It's kind of bittersweet. Yeah. It's like he's finally mm-hmm. at a place where he can, like, you know, talk to people and develop, but it's also, like, at the beginning, it's like, there's, like, a sense of sadness to it. Yeah. with the song that plays and like mm-hmm. you remember Connie's words at the beginning where he's like you don't want to be here with these people or like you don't belong here but it's like this slow acceptance it's really kind of sad oh okay we got a pop <laughs> <laughs> all right does anyone have anything else to say about good time or does that wrap that up too I think I think that's pretty good that's pretty good yeah <laughs> shout out to Jennifer Jason Lee, who's in the movie for five minutes, she's he's uh, she's Connie's girlfriend who tries to pay on her mom's credit card. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't. I'm not a fan of her. Okay, but cool. Jake Gyllenhaal to Parvati is her. To me. <laughs> see, see, <laughs> everyone has their person. That's like me oh with <laughs> her. Her divorce with Noah Baumbach is what inspired Marriage Story. Interesting. Interesting. Get it? Actress, wife, director, husband kind of thing. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's really pretentious. Not to throw any shade on Noah (laughs) Bombeck or Greta Gerwig. Sorry. They're listeners too, guys. We love you. We love you. Oh, my God. We love them. (laughs) Please adopt me. (laughs) Uh, Me first, actually. Come on. I've been calling it mom and dad right there. That's true. You have. Okay. But I I also wouldn't mind being adopted by both the Safdie brothers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or make me another safety brother so you know <laughs> an honorary brother. so both of them can be in and then i can direct so they can both act doesn't need to be like a... yep cool well truthy that's it thank you for joining us on the silver hour you survived Yay! yes fine yeah um i guess all we have now is my recommendations for next week Ooh. which is also a double feature Ooh. which is very exciting Ooh. Um, <laughs> Emma going Stop. who's just hyping this up it's all <laughs> the Twilight movies everyone it's all of them no. yes. oh god <laughs> um, okay so my two movies I, I wanted to go like one week with each of them but I feel like they work together pretty well because okay. one is kind of inspired or like at least a parody of the other one in a way and they're, mm-hmm. I think they're both on Netflix still and the two movies are The Matrix and Kung Fu Hustle. Oh. So those are my two movies. Interesting. I've not seen Kung Fu Hustle. So I haven't either. Interesting. So have both of you seen The Matrix? Yes. Yeah. Okay, then we could have just done Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Parfi hadn't seen The Matrix yet. That's why. I have seen it, but I, it was like one of those distracted watches too. Oh, so. I watched it very recently. So mm. I will have to rewatch that one. So I've been needing to rewatch it anyway. So thank you. Okay, cool. Have you seen any of those movies, Ruthie? I've seen The Matrix. I haven't seen Kung Fu Hustle. But I love uh, Keanu. So. Ke- I was about to say Keanu. Yeah, he's Keanu. <laughs> Keanu. I love, love him. Keanu. Keanu, if you're listening, marry me. 
<laughs> question mark? Why was there a question? Because <laughs> it's a question. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> oh yeah, we get to see young Keanu. So excited. This is peak Keanu, in my opinion. We've seen Keanu, Keanu in Dracula, which was Ronan's episode. <laughs> More I Keanu. You should watch it very interesting. and then listen to our pod. Yeah. <laughs> Plugging our podcast on our podcast. Yes. Oh, Trissy, do you have anything to plug? At 22 West Media, check out Glass on YouTube. <laughs> Woo! And <laughs> IGTV. Sorry, I'm really bad at this. I'm not good at you got to take advantage of every opportunity you've got to plug Glass. <laughs> Anyways, let's, let's end this one. How do we end this again? What do we say? Bye, Bye Craig. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. <laughs> oh, there's no Craig to stop. <laughs>